You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Black Sales After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Black Sales After Show. Yeah, there it is. Love it. Let that beat just wash over you. Let the beat build. It's like the triangle that we're soaking into of Bermuda or the Caribbean. Welcome to the Black Sales After Buzz TV recap of episode four, IV. This doesn't work the same without the V, I don't think. No? I, I, I work great. Right. And IV is... We're like, losing it. You know what? We're episode four here of Black right. Sales Recap. Checking in. How's it going, everyone? I am your host, Mr. Ryan Hooks, coming at you. The captain, if you will. Joining me on the panel today, we've got a good-looking group in here. Mr. Lem Gonzalez. What up, everybody? What Mr. Monis Rose. Hey, what's going on? Couple of bearded gentlemen over there. That's right. And in the booth, dropping on the ones and the twos, Miss Roya Tahiri. Hello. It's me again. Hey, <laughs> you, still no beard, but still no. looking good. I, that beard, I had to shave it off for. You know, whatever. it's itchy. It, it really is. I didn't know how you did it. You got cast on a pilot, it. didn't you? Yeah, beardless. Me. Yeah, looking all smooth <laughs> and sexy. So I want to talk about two things right away that are not related to episode four at all. Oh, okay. Totally throwing you off the loop because, as I said last week, this is not just another pirate show. This is the pirate show. Thank you, Mr. Mark Ryan. Um, so uh, on our YouTube channel, there was a couple of comments this week, two of which I found very compelling and I would like to talk about. Okay, so the first one we don't need to talk about as much because I think I'm going to talk about it several times throughout the course of this episode. Uh, but Rania J made a comment on the relationship that could be potentially brewing between Max and Anne Bonnie. Hmm. And we saw several times in this episode Anne Bonnie in and around Max. We saw at the end of last week's episode that she was kind of like hiding when Max was getting gang raped. So I think there's a lot of possibility with that. And that's something that I think that we should keep an eye out for. I think so. I think so. I don't know what you guys feel about that. If you saw that in this week's episode. I I, I see it, but at the same time, I don't see it. I feel like her love is going to be more of a sisterly love. Do you you think there's there's something there, though? There's something for sure, but I don't know if it's that exact. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's necessarily a relationship brewing, if it's a protective instinct because she's a woman and a strong woman, or if it's something else. But I think there's something there. So the other thing that I really want to talk about this week that I think is potentially in the works, uh, Sons of Beats, one of our good YouTube friends, made a comment that there have been two references sort of to Blackbeard, the pirate known as Edward Teach. So in episode one, they take John Silver to meet Blackbeard, but it was really just prostitutes. In episode three, we meet Captain Horningold. Uh, Horningold is famously known for having a second command known as Edward Teach, who later becomes Blackbeard the pirate, who acquires a ship named the Ranger. So the Ranger is currently Captain Vane's ship. Right. So there's a lot of like implications that... 
that this is something that's brewing. And I saw this character this week twice that when Vane was tripping out, he saw this like big bearded guy. And I was like, man, is that black? Could that be Blackbeard? Is, is that what they're throwing at us? So you think that that was what they were showing? It could be. I'm just, I'm not saying it is. I'm uh, just saying that there's some hints being dropped by the writers. There's some historical truth to these events that are right. overlapping. So I don't know. Maybe they're, they're just piling on the characters in this show. I mean, it's, it's not just an ensemble. It's an ensemble upon ensemble and upon an ensemble in this show. And we have a great ensemble in this show. So there's a lot of great characters who are doing a lot of great work. I, I want to agree with you on that, too, because in watching this show as a whole, I can definitely see some references to um, either historical things that have gone on, you know, uh, technically um, in previous things. And I can see them trying to tie that together, which, in my opinion, will add to the authenticity of the show. Right. I mean, and, you know, this is a fictional story. Mm-hmm. So, yes, they are using. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline true people mm-hmm. yes they are overlapping things but some of the dates don't coincide anyway with already what's going on so there is potential for these things that don't necessarily historically line up mm-hmm. to be put on the show because it's a fiction show right so that being said let's talk about episode four um one word to describe your feelings on episode four one go word mm. deception it's my word pig Pig. 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 Well, in that case, kitty cat. Randall. <laughs> well, I guess mine's two words. Your, your, kitty cat, <laughs> cat, Betsy, mm. the cat. Betsy. Making Betsy. her very first Betsy. appearance. Okay, fine. So I just was curious because so there's been a lot of things that we've talked about in the past weeks about this show. I personally love where the concept of this show is going. And so many people are like, oh, it's a pirate show and there's not enough action. There's not enough this. There's not enough that. And, you know, these are the same people that complain about other shows that have no character development. And Mm -hmm. they're like, where's the character development? So I really like where this show is going. And I think all the reviewers that are saying otherwise are stupid. And I think that our show is the best show to watch and to listen to. Ever. Ever. (laughs) So I don't know. Do you guys agree with the fact that this show lacks action? Um, well, as my bearded gentleman to my left mentioned about, um, characters upon characters and ensemble, um, I think it's good to have a show that has substance. Um, obviously it's a pirate show. So you want to have some swashbuckling. If I can, I've been wanting to use that word for a while. Yeah, you can buckle your swash all week. I I just, I just want to use that word. So swashbuckling, if you will, or just action in general, um, because they are pirates. But I think so far, I think there's a good mixture of both. That's my opinion. Honest? This is actually, this is a sophisticated show. You know, they, um, you know, they have some big action names attached to it behind the scenes, but yeah, they want to separate themselves. This is like almost like a Deadwood or like a Game of Thrones, but for pirates, it's really a game of chess. And I feel it's giving a lot of brevity from these, the huge Disney franchise or from, you know, the pirates that everyone knows about that, well, these are smart characters. They really care about politics. Uh, they care about the gun trade, the sugar trade. I mean, the, and they Making care money. about yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they care about the whore trade. Even I mean, this is, and I I really like that. It's really 
actually fresh for me. Roya, what do you think? Um, I feel that it actually does have a lot of action with the characters and how they interact with each other. In that sense, yeah, there's not a lot of explosions, but I definitely do think there's a lot going on. Yeah, and on. even this week, one of the reviews I saw said, you know, why do we have to see a, a cleaning their pirate ship? What reference does that have? What good mm-hmm. is that? I mean, in the whole episode, they talked about this is going to get them five degrees better turning radius. This is going to get them five knots faster driving mm-hmm. speed mm-hmm. on the ocean. When they're trying to chase somebody down, outrun someone, or potentially be at war with someone. So, I mean, it's coming. Right. I know that it's a Michael Bay executive production, and yes, he's going to blow something up. So we know that something is going to blow up eventually, but I like this development of characters because it's going to make me attach myself more to the action when it happens. Especially because there's a lot of characters. Absolutely. It's a lot of characters. And I mean, even this week, there was action. I mean, they Mm -hmm. chopped off Randall's leg. Mm -hmm. Vane got beat up and then kicked the crap out of some guys. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's... And even Max got sucker punched. Uh (laughs) She did. She got straight sucker punched, and that was... Crap. And I can't wait for him to get it. And I was like, I hope she kills him. And she didn't, but I'm waiting for somebody to, to get that guy. Oh, yeah. it's going to be Anne Bonnie. Oh, Anne Bonnie's going to slit his Oh, throat, yeah. For sure. Definitely. I hope it's sometime when he's beating her and he, she comes in and just cuts him down. Okay. Anyway, so we've got a lot to talk about this episode, so we should get busy. Let's get busy. Let's get busy. So last week, Roy, you made a comment about Mr. Guthrie and how much mm-hmm. you disliked Mr. Guthrie. Mm-hmm. And this week we saw, I think... A lot of growth, which I said was going to happen. I called it happening, and I wanted to make sure I pointed it out to you. Did you think that there was some growth in Mr. Guthrie this week? There was. I thought he was actually being a good father for once because he wants to protect Eleanor. But then as we saw in the end of the episode, it's more just for his sake, him being selfish again. Mm. It has nothing to do with his daughter. He doesn't give a crap about his daughter. So I still despise him. You still despise him. And yet we see, we're seeing a relationship develop with him and Miranda. Um, and I kind of like where this is going because he knows brown – I, I think there might be some brown chicka wow wow that's going to happen. I could see it, the way he was looking at her towards the end of this episode mm-hmm. and I could think that, you know, maybe he he's into her. Like she was married to a lord. She knows mm-hmm. what it's like to be from a high-brow family and knows that kind of lifestyle and knows how to behave in that situation too. But you know what else he can offer her is a new start. Um, Cla- Captain Flint cannot do that for her. Correct. So therefore – I think he's got. And I told you last week that they were hooking up, uh, Miranda and Captain Flint, because we saw at the very beginning of this episode, they were hooking up. Oh, yeah. Or they're very close siblings. Yeah, they're not brother and sister, as you predicted previously. They are hooking up. It doesn't mean anything. Wait, that sounds really wrong. I mean, they could be cousins or something. Flint was not enjoying himself, so yeah, they could. Thank you. You know, it was very, yeah, there there was no intimacy or romance in it whatsoever. Mm Mm-hmm. Listen, this is not Game of Thrones, and there are no brothers and sisters <laughs> hooking up, okay? You can comp- compare it as much as you want. It's it totally is, different it's show. totally different. We are not this having blonde show. siblings right. rolling around. Although, isn't Eleanor blonde as well? Anyway, totally irrelevant. This is not There's happening. There's something really weird going on about their relationship. I don't think it's what you think it is. There's something There's weird. There's not a... I mean, we don't know if she's a prisoner uh, or what. Or And again, they go back to this Marcus Aurelius story because he's mad that she was reading to him. And of all the books that they have on their bookshelf, this is what she read him. And again, as I pointed out last week, Marcus Aurelius is famously known uh, as a Roman emperor who got his position in power based on the women that were around him. Mm-hmm. So is Flint's power gained through her? We don't know yet, but I think we're going to find out. Because uh, this week we learned a lot about Miranda's backstory. Uh, as um, Morlo is telling Billy Bones this story about how they took this ship several years ago before he came on board. Mm-hmm. And it was to get this great prize. And he convinced all the men. Uh, and he's just warning Bones that this is going to happen again. The Urca may not be as great as it seems. 
And the whole time his agenda was actually just to kill this Lord Thomas Hamilton. Uh, and also this is when we find that Miranda is basically taken prisoner. Mm-hmm. You know, at the very end, they're dead is the words that he says to everyone and to Miranda who's waiting. So I don't know. We'll see. There's a lot to come. There's a lot to come. But there's a good development, I think, with her backstory and her involvement in the plot. Because uh, even this week they called her a witch. They did. Some little boy threw a stone at her and called her a witch. Now, in seeing that, what what was your take on that, Ryan? You know, I was kind of confused by it. But at the same time, we never see her leave her house. Uh-huh. We never see anyone talk to her with the exception of the pastor who comes over and visits her once a week. Perhaps to minister to her because mm-hmm. everyone thinks she's a witch and she doesn't necessarily go to church. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, there are a lot in this time where people that were outcasts like that, that maybe were hiding, could be seen that way. Right. Well, I think also, you know, from a writing standpoint, they really, and you discussed this last week on your last podcast, was that no one's quite good, but no one's quite bad. I mean, everyone's really just an in-between gray area. It's very gray, yes. Yes, it's very gray. And with the, as we're getting to know more Miranda, I mean, yes, it's either she's either, you know, bad, good. I mean, but it's it's just everyone is gray. They really want to hit hit that over the head with us, the fans, you know, immediately that you're really not going to either root either for or against any character. And that's, I think, what they're trying to prove with that scene, especially with the boy and all that. And and every character. That's one of the questions we asked Mark Ryan last week when he was on. You know, what's it like being involved in a show that doesn't have concise villains and heroes? Mm -hmm. Because everyone in the show could be a villain at any given point, and everyone could be a hero. You know, given the moments and what happens each week, they change their roles, I think. And Depending on their situation. Depending on the situation. You know, it depends on their own survival. And I think most of the characters in the show we are seeing, the exception of maybe Billy Bones and maybe Gates, are pretty much out for themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're, I think at any given point, they'll backstep. Go ahead. I know you want to say it, Roy. There's two things I want to say. Yeah. One, Gates, he might actually have an agenda that we don't know about because of him keeping that secret of what Flint did for the whole thing. Right. The captain. He keeps edging on Billy Bones to keep the secret about yeah. the page and that kind of stuff. And he keeps encouraging and telling him he's doing the right thing. So he might not be the guy I think he is, but I'm hoping he still is because I love Gates. But, but the uh, other point I want to make real quick is, did you notice that Everybody that got hit with something or had blood on them did not wipe the blood off when it's been obviously four hours or however long they've been having. Like, the girl got hit by a rock, um, and she saw the blood on her head. Mm-hmm. Like, do people not have handkerchiefs just to wipe it real That's quick? That's kind of how they rolled back then. I, they don't yeah. bathe. I mean, it's 1750. They they're tough. They're pirates. Yeah, they're, are. You all, would think you'd wipe it. All they do is brush their teeth to make them white, <laughs> yeah. and that's it. No bathing, but teeth brushing <laughs> is imperative. Brush, right. <laughs> Apparently. Imperative for the teeth brushing. <laughs> right. But yes, people don't bathe in the 1750s. Well, they do wax their their chat. The men wax usually. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Charles Vane is all waxed oh, up. Yes, he's all waxed up. So they do know how to wax. Looking smooth mm-hmm. and tan. Yes. Wash, washboard abs for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wish my washboard was that cut up. My clothes would be spotless. <laughs> so he doesn't even have to move. It's always like always there. His abs. I don't think he can breathe. His his chest is too tight. He can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not complaining though. It's okay. No, I don't it's know. I, do you see Billy Bones looking shirtless this week? Though? Oh, I have that in my notes. He was looking uh, pretty ripped <laughs> up himself. So yep. one of the things, yep. actually, on, on a totally unrelated side note, uh, before they started this show, they actually every actor in the show did a three week intensive like workout, sword tri- training, fighting, all these different classes to like prepare themselves and make them look like they had been working on pirate ships. Really? So they like worked out really hard and like they had trainers and. 
Oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness, <laughs> stars, for being authentic in your training of your actors. Do they have swashbuckling training? I think that there is a course on how to properly buckle your swash. Oh, okay. I'm not 100% positive. But, Buckle okay. your swash. Can okay. I use that? All right, we're getting off topic here. Uh, so anyway, so again, we're getting more of this uh, interaction with Miranda and again with Guthrie. And I think that he's changing. Whether it's for self-preservation or not, he steps up to his daughter in some aspect, says he'll help her out. Um, he offers to help Miranda at the end of the episode, taking her to Boston, giving her a new start. So there's there's a lot going on with them, I think, and I think she's had a big impact. And like as I said last week, and I'm going to keep saying that I think she's influencing him just the same way that she potentially has influenced Flint. Hmm. Because Flint might not have been the man that he is now. He was previously an admiral in the Navy, as they talked about this week, because there was the affair with the you know the admiral in the Navy, and or not an admiral, but a whatever some officer. And so, and he's where he is now. So. She has the ability to manipulate and influence. So do you say then, Miranda, I mean, I'm, is the mastermind of it all? Do you think, I mean... But potentially. I think that there's a very good possibility that she is the brainchild behind everything. And again, and this only is based on the fact of this continued reference to the Marcus Aurelius and the book and the philosophies that he had and the things he wrote about that, that keep bringing up. And they, she's reading it to him. And then Flint's mad that he knows about it. And then... Uh, Guthrie then talks about finding the picture and knows her story and isn't mad about it. So I, I think as an educated man, Guthrie would know these things and know these people and know the influence that they had on each other. So there's a lot to that. Hmm. Just saying. That's all I got. You are saying. That's all I got. <laughs> Guthrie's growth, where it's at. That's fine. So speaking of growth, there's another man who's got some growth this week. That's a really weird transition, but okay. Speaking yeah. of growth, Mr. Billy Bones gets promoted. Ah. We talked. Ah, yeah. You didn't see that coming at all, did you? Nobody saw that one. That's no the way one I love it. Ever nice. saw that coming. Beautiful segue. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So, Billy Bones gets promoted. Uh, as we talked about last week, and we said we thought, thought it was coming. Yeah. Mark Ryan kind of agreed. Maybe thought coming. He's being groomed, as you said. Uh, gets promoted to quartermaster because we now have a Mr. Captain Gates. Yes. Hashtag Captain Gates instead of just Gates. Uh, so he's got a ship. We've got a new quartermaster. And we see immediately that he's having trouble gaining the respect of the men. Um, they're, they're arguing with what he's wanting them to do and arguing with the captain's plan to put the ship on shore. All they want is a tent that they can, you know, have some, a good time with the whores. That's, that's all. Just the tent. Is it the whores though? Because when they were tying up the tree, the two guys looked at each other like, you want to go for a quick F? And then they both went together. So it was a little weird. So do you think, I saw that. Did you think that was... Them I'm probably really reading way too way much too into, into it, it like I did with other things in the show, but right. like the blood. But yeah. I'm just saying, who knows where it's going to go? Mm. But I don't think that's it. The real question is, do we want the answer to that question? <laughs> if we had an answer, do we want it? Well, why not? Teach their own. I guess to eat their own, find a hole and never mind. <laughs> that was going there with that one. So <laughs> stop right now because we're on the radio, folks. Um so yeah, so Billy Bones gets promoted. He's not really gaining the respect that he is potentially owed or deserved. A lot of people are down on Billy Bones because they think he's in the captain's pocket. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get a couple little introductions to some new characters here who have been involved past some, but not f- really that forward. Uh, so Morley and DeGrasse, or DeGroot, rather DeGroot, um, are saying it's a bad idea to tie the boat up and they want to find a better spot to tie the boat up. Mm-hmm. And then, as we learned, this is Morley, the character that we saw last week talking to Bones. Uh, who we didn't know, didn't have a name. 
we've given him a name now, and he's you know saying Bones, why don't you say some of the things? We want someone to say these things because we want the answers that the captain maybe isn't giving. So are you involved in hiding this? This is setting up a really cool plot aspect because now Silver's stepping up and saying, "Hey, Captain Flint, why don't you let me do some work around here because." I'm only here to benefit myself. Mm-hmm. What they're going to say to me isn't going to sway me the same way that it is going to sway Billy. And he looks like he's about to crack. And the whole episode, Billy's getting stressed and about to crack. So do you see something coming up here in the next week or so where Billy maybe spills the beans, so to speak? It's a good question. I, I honestly, I don't think he's going to because of what happened to the one guy that was trying to cause an issue. What was this in Mosley, Monsley? Mo- Morley? Morley, yeah. What happened with him after trying to save um, Randall? I, I think Billy took that as a little hint of keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. That's what I think it was. You guys are staring at me like I'm crazy. We, you are crazy. <laughs> no, I, I actually, Roy, I agree with you. Hey. I agree with you. I do. I do. I think he, he definitely wants to learn his lesson, um, especially given the nature of where he is in his position. So I'm just going to say that I agree with Roy, and I think that he's not going to say anything. I don't know. I feel the opposite because he's learning a What? He's learning a lot of what's under the rug very quickly as of recent. So, food for thought to play devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. In Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson, the very beginning of the book takes place with Mr. Billy Bones hiding out at an inn after he has stolen a treasure map from Long John Silver. Mm -hmm. And they come and steal the map back. So at some point, betrayal happens and Billy escapes. Is that relevant to the story? I don't know. But just something to know. Both of those characters are in Black Sails. Yes. Because in uh, Treasure Island, they talk about Silver taking over the captaincy from Flint. And Flint is only referenced as this awesome historic figure. Mm-hmm. Never seen or heard or, you know, he's probably gone at this point. But there is a relationship between Billy Bones and Long John Silver. Again, fictional story may not be relevant, but... There's a lot of crossing between fiction and reality in this show based on the characters that they're using. So that is potential that Billy could crack and potentially flee. Based on what happened in Treasure Island. Based on that's Treasure Island what, only. That's just what you're basing it on. Yes. Okay. I'm just I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm okay. just throwing out some f- factorial things gotcha. that could potentially sway your influences and your decisions. Interesting. Is it working? No. No? You're There's not swaying? Nothing Billy does I, I go liked wrong it. in my head, honestly. <laughs> I liked it. What if he puts his shirt back on? Well, he doesn't have sleeves on his shirt, so it's still okay. (laughs) Well, as long as he's sleeveless, then you can see some side boob. What is this, American Hustle? No, he's got nice arms. Oh, okay. You're not talking about side boob? I was. What? No? No. Okay, fine. Fine. Pirates, pirates. Be be manly and all that good stuff. So, yeah, so we have a problem here in the studio, folks. No, 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 no. You know what the problem is? What's the problem? Here's the problem. The problem is, is on our iTunes... Mm-hmm. We don't have enough five-star ratings. Oh. That's so funny. here's the solution. You at home, thank you for tuning into the Black Sales After Buzz TV podcast. We are glad you are here and listening to us and what we have to say. We love to hear what you have to say as well. We love shouting you out on the air and reading your questions, making comments, and all that. You want to know how you can help us out? Go on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Say hey. Give us a shout-out. Ask us your questions because I like thinking about the things that you ask us. I like the fact that people are saying, hey, Blackbeard might show up. Hey, and Bonnie and Max might have a relationship. So the best way for you to do that, go on iTunes. It's free. It's easy. It's fun. Super fun. Super fun. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun that five-star ratings are what I sleep and dream about. Do it on the iTunes. Do it on the YouTube. Thank you for tuning in. 
coming right at you with more After Buzz TV. And real quick, a little shout out to those that have been commenting a lot. Like, I don't remember the names and I apologize, but the guy with the black kitty cat on the icon, I remember that because it's a cat. Thanks for, you know, commenting and all that. And even the pizza guy. Yeah, the pizza Mr. man. Give Calls him the, you Mr. Furry. Mr. Furry, because it's about this beard right here. Which, but look at these two lovely beards to my left here. That's right. That is a pair of fine, fine beards. We're repping, good repping looking hard, dogs. hardcore right now. That's right. I feel like you guys are like twins, kind of. It's like we have like three gates in here. <laughs> All right. We, we had we had Mark Ryan, right. and now we've got this was this Mark, was carefully planned. You see know, Mark Ryan look alike when we had the whole crew here. You exactly. see, yes, it was carefully, <laughs> it was methodically planned. More like the twins movie with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll be Danny. I'll be Danny. Well, I'll, I'll be Arnold. Yeah, I'll be Arnold. <laughs> I, I can't. Yeah, that's about as good okay. as it's gonna get. Fine. So, Black Sales Black episode Sales. IV. John John Silver, John Silver is where we're going next. John yes. Silver, he knows how to cook a pig. John Silver gets the entire crew sick by oh, undercooking man. pork. Yes. Have you ever had undercooked pork? Yes. Were you sick? Oh yeah. Good. <laughs> Don't ever Why eat undercooked good? pork. Is that good? Why is that good? It's not good. It's I'm just. Sweet. But you can relate to what the crew is going through. Mm-hmm. But we see Flint step up. Flint puts some pig in his mouth, says, nope, this is good. Mm, this is good. You guys probably just got something. Mm-hmm. Immediately spits it out. I was waiting. I was waiting for him to spit it out. Right. I was you like, called that. You yeah, I was, sitting in, I was sitting in the studio watching the show, and I was like, he's going to spit that out. Okay, my question, when I saw that, um, why is he coming for him? Why do you think? They need him. So you think it's still the crew doesn't kind of uh, uh, get mad at him? or Yeah, if the, or if the crew goes against... Silver and says, "Yeah, get this guy out of here. We don't right, want this right, guy. Right. We a different cook. He's not a good cook. Whatever." Mm-hmm. Flint has, he's going to get voted out, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. And they, but they need him because he still has information about the treasure map and about the page gotcha. that he's not going to give up. And as he said last week, "There's three weeks till you're going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can be friends by then." Plus, this is the comedic relief of the entire show. For is, sure, is their relationship. Right. You know, the the more I kind of want to see. The more that they have together and the more, you know, time that they spend together, you know, because it's funny. They are funny together. Both of their egos, you know, combating with one another. I think there's a good re- relationship that they have. And I saw some good interactions, especially this week when they were on the beach talking <clears throat> about uh, what he heard Bones talking about. And, you know, why Flint should trust him. Well, first off, how did John know what they were talking about? Well, he, there was he, nowhere of him even in the last episodes or anything of him even near the ship. How is he on the ship and listening? If they had showed a clip of him being like, hey, he's listening. This could be good. I would get it. But this just seems like a complete reach for writing. I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like the fact that he knew what they were talking about. And we didn't even see him at all. I didn't like that. Well, John Silver is an opportunist. So I feel like there's a lot of things that he's going to find out. Or say he knows whether he knows or not. I mean, maybe he knew about Flint and Miranda before. Like, maybe mm. he has heard this story. And he just said, you know, because he didn't say anything about what they said. All he said was he was talking about someone named Barlow. Mrs. Barlow. That's it. Yeah, but, but how how did he get that name? I'm still waiting for a hint for that. Well. I, I don't I don't you know, appreciate I can't, that. I don't. I want to know. I can't. Um, <laughs> Come on, Ryan. Okay, <laughs> she so wants to know. Come on, Captain. Well, Captain Beard. Right, exactly. Let, let me call the writers and ask them where they pulled this from. It, it doesn't matter where they pulled it from. I like that it happened because it's creating some tension between 
the people that in this show have been the most solid. Gates, Bones, and Flint are together. Uh-huh. There is no doubt in my mind that they are on the same page in some fashion or they're working together. Their overall goal and achievement relies on each other. But now if there's something that's causing them to maybe have some distrust or, you know, just they're just not sure about each other, it's going to cause a cool new dynamic that we maybe wouldn't have seen if it didn't happen. Hmm. So by Silver trying to be an opportunist and maybe wedging this fork in there, who knows? Who's going to backstab who? Who's going to end up stepping up? Is John Silver finally going to have that moment that I talked about before where he does something that's for the right and it's for the benefit of everyone? It's like a, that defining moment. Do you think that's going to happen? Then? I'm waiting. It's going to happen. It's it has to happen. happen. It has well, to. It would have happened today because only if we don't don't know how the second pig tasted. I mean, hopefully it tasted better because he had yeah, a he cook. Made, he commented on it. Oh, he did? What yeah. Did, he goes, where does somebody like you learn how to roast and Base the pig. Right. And so the pig was better because it right. was good. All right. Well, there you go. So well, he's he, he's stepping up then. Well, I think his stepping up moment was when he gave the butcher. The butcher knife. knife. Yeah. That's right. what I was just about to right. say. Yeah, that was definitely stepping up. And he up. looked at him and he ran. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, so he, right. he totally fleed after he right. stepped up. But no, I'm, I'm waiting for Silver to do something where he's the one doing the action. Not encouraging the leg chop off action. Not talking about He's the one that has the sword in hand, gun in hand, whatever. That he's initiating. He's the getting action. his hands dirty. Okay, that's true because we still haven't seen. We him haven't get seen him dirty. get his hands dirty, other than picking up that pig out of the ground. Fine, but there there will be a moment with John Silver where he's going to do something because eventually, like I said, in Treasure Island, he's the captain. So to be a captain, fictional or not, he's going to have to do something to, to earn that point. Hmm. So you think it's gonna it, it's gonna follow? What it's been before. So basically the story is going to follow each other. He's going to be captain on Black Sails, so he has to do something to get to that point. Well, I mean, all the previews for the show before it aired commented, hey, this is a prequel to Treasure Island. Mm-hmm. And that's what they put out. That was the press that they put okay. out. So for them to say that, there has to be some ties to Treasure Island. Obviously characters are ties. Obviously coming up at probably the end of the season or the beginning of second season, we'll see more with Treasure Island because they commented on that. But – there's going to be something that has to happen for that to happen. Don't look at- does it, though? Because if you think about it, as long as the audience are enjoying the show and the direction it's going, if all of a sudden audiences are not liking it, they're going to have to change the storyline. So that way they can keep their ratings up and keep the show going. So who knows if that's going to be the continued route that they're going to go. Or they're just going to put more washboard abs and more boobs. And that's... That's fine. That's fine. There were no boobs too. this week, though. Yeah, oh, there was. Yeah, there was. Hello. Miranda. You didn't see her boobs. You saw yeah. her nice butt. Oh, no. You, you saw her all. Oh, I missed her boobs. I was, right now. I was looking at her butt. <laughs> I thought it was someone else because I'm like, I thought she was blonde. That's weird. <laughs> in, <laughs> real li- in real life, she is blonde. Her her real life person is – she's got short blonde hair. Oh, she does? Yeah. In real life, like bleach blonde hair. Oh, wow. Oh, well, they bleached something else for her too then. <laughs> no. They, they dyed it dark. Oh, I, oh, sorry, wrong way. You knew it rather. <laughs> <laughs> so that's their focus. Uh, there it was. <laughs> I was right there. <laughs> Boom. Thank you. I'm here all day with jokes. Yes. Anywho, no more jokes. Um, so Captain Flint, uh, as we are learning in this episode, is kind of I don't do you think he's on the outs a little bit? Like that he's not in on all the stuff that's happening? Hmm. I think he's distracted. Think he's, he's so mm-hmm. focused on the Urka and finding out what happens. Because there wasn't a lot this week with him being involved in interaction. Right. Because the next thing I want to talk about, speaking of interaction, is Eleanor Guthrie. So this week she sets up a meeting uh, where we meet a new character, uh, Captain Bryson, mm-hmm. who is 
bringing his ship in, and as I talked about last week, he's the only captain who's got who has uh, twelve pound cannon guns on his ship available. So they need him. They need to borrow his his armor so that they can potentially go out and take the Urka. Shows up, sits down with Eleanor. Eleanor says, "Hey, listen, we have this plan. We're going to take the Urka Lima. There's all this money to be found. We need your help. My dad's coming." Can you talk to us? Basically tells him the plan sort of up front, and he agrees to a meeting. They go and meet up, and we get a little bit of interaction, I think, which is pretty cool, with Bryson, with Eleanor, with Mr. Guthrie, and with Mr. Scott. Yes. Because before this meeting happened, Mr. Scott is being grilled by Captain Horingold, and he's saying, listen, you, you need to get a hold of Eleanor. He even calls her I like this line, the tyrannical yoke of Queen Eleanor, (laughs) which is funny to me because, and the reason I pointed it out, every week this week, we've made comments um, in correlation between this show's look at democracy versus monarchy and dictatorship. Because every week there's some sort of comment on it. There's some sort of relevance and relation back to these characters and these things that are happening. So, you know, do you think that Eleanor wants to be a queen that Flint wants to be a king. And there are other people that are just sort of there for, they think that the democracy is supposed to be what's happening. Hmm. Well, I think definitely Eleanor wants to be a queen, as you said, um, just because you can see her actions even throughout. I'm, I'm beginning to love her character. Me too. Um, just as a whole and kind of just how she just doesn't take anything from anybody. She basically stands on her own type situation. So I definitely think she's moving to that, you know, area. I don't know about. I don't know about him wanting to be a king, though. I don't. I don't know that that's Flint. Where he, yeah. Oh man, think- Flint wants to be king for sure because he's made those comments in episode one when he was sailing out to the boat that you know we're, you will all be princes of a new regime. And just, there's a lot of comments that Flint's made that he wants power. That, but do you think he wants to be it in that, or does he want to go have power in another direction? I guess is what I'm getting at. Power is power. I think. You think power is power because the king is kind of stable, whereas in his position, he kind of move around and still have power. I don't know. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I do. I do think Eleanor definitely wants to have that title for sure. But do you think her now that we're talking about her wanting power, mm-hmm. is it more that she wants to do whatever it takes to save the island and to, to just this, this is her place and she wants this place to be her place, whether she's the queen of the island or not? Um you know, because do you think she wants power somewhere else or she just wants the island? I don't think she wants power anywhere else. I don't know. What do you think? Just the island. Because that's, I think they made that point in episode two when uh, Max wanted her to flee with her. And she's like, no, I am staying. I am staying. I mean, she didn't say that verbatim, but right. yeah, it's just, it's just the she island. She threw Max, threw it in Max's face and didn't go. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, she didn't care if she wanted this democracy, if she wanted a new life or whatever to use her power and, or her influence and spread it somewhere else, she would have went, but no. That's true. And this week as well, they made the comment where Mr. Guthrie was talking to Mr. Scott and he says, listen, she's going to do something that's going to get her killed. Mm-hmm. Whether it be by the rope and getting hung or by the Spanish sword, she's going to push the line and cross the border and get herself killed. And she almost does it this week. She betrays the trust of Captain Bryson because she was going to basically either kill him or take him hostage to get the guns if he said no. And even went behind Mr. Scott, her most trusted advisor and friend, and betrayed his trust and didn't tell him about the plot. So I think there's something with her in her search for power where she's blinded by everything around her. 
Because mm. she immediately goes to Flint, hey, we've got the gun. They toast to celebrate. And there's this this look between the two of them that's just them and their gleam in their eye and that hope for power. Okay. You had something to say. I know you do. I did, but you kind of went past it, so I'm just going to let you it go. You can go back. Let's go back. Let's take it back. Well, the fact that um, she like she is something on the island. Correct. So that was stated in this episode. Her father even said that. She thinks she belongs here, that she is something. But this island's not going to last. Like, where they are, the society's not going to last. So they already said it in the episode. Just saying. But she's going to fight for what it is and what what she's looking for and the preservation of this island. She's going to do whatever it takes. And even if that means taking down people who she shouldn't maybe go after. Yeah. She's going to get herself in trouble. You think she's going to get herself in trouble? Yep, yep, yep. And she's not going to have Max anymore. You think Max is gone? No, I mean Max is not by her side anymore. Oh, okay. That's what I mean. For now. For now. But, you know, as we keep seeing, they keep coming back to relationships between other people. So in this episode, we learn about uh, Captain Vane, uh, his new opium addiction. He's getting <laughs> oh, yeah. in fights. He's getting beat up. He's still shirtless. <laughs> looking dreamy. <laughs> Roy's happy about that. Roy's happy. Yeah, so looking dreamy. <laughs> so he he has this dream at the end of towards the end of the episode where he is basically opiumed out and Eleanor is sitting there ta- talking to him, touching his chest. And, you know, basically the reason that she doesn't like him is because he made her look weak. Mm. And that's the reason she did what she did. But that's what he says he loves about her, that she'd never settle for that and to be in that situation. So there's – I think that if it comes down to it, Vane is going to do whatever it takes to impress Eleanor. That if, if it becomes a matter of his crew and his ship versus Eleanor – I think he's going to sell out everybody. Think so? I do. I think he'll he'll do because every time he's around her, we see he just gets this puppy dog concept. Even in that last episode during the meeting in episode three, he's like, "Are you aren't you proud of me? I'm behaving. I'm the only one that's behaving." Mm-hmm. He's doing it for her. The reason he went, he went for her. The reason he agreed to lend his ship out for her. Mm-hmm. Everything that he's doing is just based on what he wants her to think and see in him. Well, in that dream, he did confess his love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that was no secret, I don't think. Yeah, no. Um, but it's now out. It's been said. And once it's been said in TV, it's real. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they can hand at it all they want, but until it's actually said or shown, it didn't happen. Right. So it for real happened. Um, and I think that that kind of snapped – in this episode, he wasn't shown very much. But I think he snapped out of this little slump that he's in. Mm-hmm. You know, he's over that. And I think – because as you saw, he goes out. He gets beat up again a little bit. But – you know, he's after something. He's searching for something, and I think it's going to involve her. Hmm. I did love that scene, though, at the end when he beat up the, the whore master. <laughs> I like how that quickly too. it went. Oh, yeah, no, it was great. He was like, ugh, drag it out. And then he threw up on him. And then he was like, oh, that was like puking rally all <laughs> yeah. over. Puking rally! And then he just went at it. And he, he killed them all, uh, except the whore master. He stabbed him in the leg. And they show him the whore master banging. Like, you can have 50% of my profits after he was talking so tough against Jack Rackham. Right. So does that mean the whores are free? I mean, Ooh. maybe. We'll see what happens. That could be something where he could take over next week yeah. and be involved in that. I mean, it's not really an important task, but I mean. Uh, you well, know, it could know. be. Listen, the island lives and dies by the whorehouse. That's, That's true. true. Yep. So. <laughs> see, you owe me a coke. It is true. <laughs> the island lives and dies by the whorehouse. It, it does. And that's that's something that's very important because if there's 50 men on a ship who are at sea for three months, what do you think the first thing they want to do when they get back is? Which well, is why I think those tent. two guys 
or exactly. used to it. Yeah, exactly. The tent. You Listen, talked about this that is not that kind tent. of show. This is a family show on stars. Thank I, you very much. I, I, show, what, I, cannot, I cannot wait to see when that happens and if it happens and turn to Ryan and be like, told you. <laughs> just because. It'd be fun. Okay. So it may happen. I'm not saying it won't happen. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying it could happen. But I think this is cool too because it's, it's showing Vane and it's showing a side of Vane that in the softer side, it also shows how quickly that he can snap. Because Vane historically is a very ruthless pirate. He was one of the few pirates that was offered a treaty basically from the British historically. And you know what? said screw him. And went out and still pirated for another couple years. Hmm. So he is one of the people that I like because he's – you don't know what he's going to do. But again, I still think regardless of what he will do or won't do, it's going to come down to Eleanor saying him saying so. If she says so, he might change his tune. Just for the show, though. Just for the show. Yeah. So Zvane, you think he's the most badass pirate of them all? No, right I think now? Anne Bonnie's the most badass pirate in the show. Yeah, that's true. Anne Bonnie is pretty ruthless. Mm-hmm. She's pretty ruthless. You, you don't even know yet because she hasn't done anything. But yeah. you're like, she's so cool that you just want to like, you just want her. I just keep wanting her to do something. And I keep wanting her to to fight someone. And she's not. And I think that's part of her her demeanor. She's so good that she doesn't need to fight people. She's verbally good too. She's verbally yeah. good too. She tells Even in that the first episode up. when yeah. she's like, "Hey, to Jack, let's go. I want to f." And that was right. it. That's yeah. all she did. Yeah, that's all. Well, that's what I mean. Like just verbally, she just got mad game and just like yeah. I don't care. Even the way she wears her hat. Yeah, just, shout out to Clara yeah. Paget in that yeah. role. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, stuff. So I, I, but I, it's coming. And Bonnie is gonna <laughs> mow some folks down. It's gonna go for down. sure. It's gonna go down. I don't know. I mean. There's a lot that we are seeing in this episode. It was a slower episode, I think, but I liked the fact that they're doing this slow because I want to see these characters and I want to associate with them. And again, it's going to make me really pull for them when they start taking ships. Because as we saw in the trailer for next week, mm-hmm. there's there's some pirate ship coming. So those of you who have been waiting for the action, it's here. Episode 5, episode 6, for sure episode 8 is going to be action-packed, I think. And those of you who have been waiting... Your weight has not been, shall I say it, in vain. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man I said it. Just does wow. not stop. Does not stop. I, I can't leave this room, can uh, I? I'm you're stuck here. here. Forever. <laughs> We're good for life. So I want to know um, what you guys think is going to happen next. Because it's about the time, I think, for those After Buzz TV predictions. Predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV all right, so Manas, I'm going to start with you this week because you're joining us for the very first time. Well, thank, thank you. you for being here. Well, thank you for having me. We, like I said, in the trailer, we saw that there's uh, some action where they are taking off and they are going after Bryson Ship, which I have the name written down and I can't find it. So they're going to go after Bryson Ship and they're going to try to take the ship. Oh, the Andromeda. That's it. So ship. obviously, yeah, we saw some cannons go off, but I really don't think that's what the entirety of the episode is going to be. Uh, revolve around. I think actually it's going to be much more uh, female strong next week. I think we're going to see more Anne. I think we're going to see a lot more, you know, Max because we really didn't see anything of her. So we're going to see it's going to be female strong next week. I feel that that small action scene that we saw in previews is still just going to be small. They're they're still saving the big coup de gras for the seventh and eighth episode. Okay, there we have it. <laughs> My uh, Lem? Lem, yeah, you. 
guy next to me in the beard. I, there's so many beards in here. I just don't even know what to do. I know. I know. We, I know. we should start a club or something. Right, there is one. It's right. called Bearded Gentlemen. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> gentlemen. League of Extraordinary Bearded Gentlemen. Um, so I, I really have to agree with you on that. I mean, I have to agree um, for basically what you said about the women taking over. Um, some what we didn't see, we're going to see more. I think definitely think Eleanor, just to piggyback on what you're saying earlier, I think she's still striving to that uh, queendom, if I can say that. Um, Call her Queen B. Yeah, she will. Queen B. <laughs> Queen E, whatever, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think we're gonna see um, more action. Um, I think the, I see we're gonna see more character development overall, um, but I think we're definitely getting to the action part, like you were saying earlier. So I'm just in agreement with everybody. Hey, Roya, can I call you Queen B? <laughs> You'll never be Roya. Um, so I think I have my little notes here. Uh, Vane is definitely gonna be a complete he's gonna be more of a badass um, Vane is back yeah he's gonna be a little bit yeah, a lot I think more at evil. the end of the episode they showed him snapping out of his drug induced super and he's back yep and then Miranda and uh, Eleanor's father are gonna bow chicka wow wow in some way or lead on to so. it mm-hmm. either this episode or the next one there's something gonna happen um, and there's gonna be more blood lots of blood lots more blood and I hope Betsy shows up again God. but this time not get Betsy, I was, I screamed when I was watching this episode. I don't react to to blood and violence, but when I heard Betsy meow under that boat, I was like, no, not the cat. You can't, can't do anything to the cat. No. This is how I was during the entire time. I was like this. (laughs) Just covering your mouth, scared. Cat, please, no. Cat, no, no, save the cat. Not the cat. And then Randall went under. I was like, Randall! Not Randall, not. Well, luckily I knew that Randall was in all eight episodes, so I knew he wasn't gonna die. Way but to I ruin it for everyone. You're welcome. Randall's not gonna die. Just for that, you get the outro music. <laughs> oh, here comes oh. the outro music. No, I don't even get to give predictions. Do your prediction. Nope, nope. Captain Furry off. Man. Captain Furry Man. Go. The captain Furry. has a prediction for you that we will return next week with more AfterBuzz TV Black Sales. Um, I agree. I think there's going to be some more female-driven characteristics in this ep- next episode because um, we're seeing it now. Uh, we're getting more and more development. They focused a lot on Miranda this week, mm-hmm. you know, after they only introduced her barely. And then all of last week, she was a big part. Um, Eleanor's getting a little bit extreme, I think, in the actions that she's willing to take to, to self-preservation. Um, I think Vane's going to try to do something to get back in her good graces as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now that he's had this dream and he's had this flashback to reality. Um, and I want to know more about this big, burly, bearded pirate. That they keep showing. Yeah, he was yeah. in it twice. Yeah. The one with the black long yeah, beard. He, I wonder he, who he is. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm saying, I'm calling that that's going to be a little black beard. But I could be wrong. All I know is he's, that's a beefy man. You think Vane's got it going on? Do you see him? How big his shoulders were? Yeah, not he my works. type. Ow. <laughs> Dude, he a bench press you. He had his shirt on the entire time. Okay. Doesn't yeah, work. it's because he looks yeah. so big without it. He'd, he'd just make yeah. everyone look sad. I don't know. Whatever. We'll figure it out next week when we come back here with more After Buzz TV Black Sales. So thank you very much for tuning in this week to our podcast, uh, episode IV. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, tell them where they can find you. Let them go ahead. Uh, well, you can find me at The Poet Saint on Twitter and Instagram all day, every day. Manas? You can find me at Rest Fiction on Twitter, at Rest Fiction. That stands for restaurantfiction.com. Ooh. Ooh, look at the restaurant fiction. Roya. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey Roya. That's H-E-Y-R-O-Y-A. That was so official. And you can find me, as always, at RyanHooks92 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Uh, I apologize. Some fans actually this week shouted out that they were trying to follow me. Uh, I posted so many comments this week about black sales that I got in trouble on Twitter. That my Twitter was blocked for a whole day. 
because I replied 150 times to people's comments on the Black Sales Post to check out our podcast. So, at RyanHooks92, check me out this week. It's official. We're back. We're back. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.